When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. It's Wednesday, baby. It's Wednesday and we are live. This is what a real man looks like, ladies and gentlemen. Drink it in for a minute. Woo! Let me tell you all something. Not only did I take up the contract for the undisputed world manosphere champion when I became the undisputed world manosphere champion, but when, but I went to rule zero, I let them all know that I want to go to every town there is. I want no time off. I want to go to every major city, every little town, every place there is so they can see the bitter bachelor Paul Bauer as the world. Manosphere champion. That slimy snake, Glenn Nacho Libre Lawrence, thinks he's going to take this from me at Summer Smash? Uh-uh, Daddy. Uh-uh. There is no way that can happen. There's no way that can happen. Me and this belt are one, baby. We've got a psychic connection now. We've melded together. Taking this belt away from me will be like trying to take my left arm. It ain't going to happen. It's permanently attached, brother. So try your best at Summer Smash. Eat your eagle eggs if you want to, but you're going home empty-handed. You're going home empty-handed, Glenn Lawrence. And I will be going home once again as the world Manosphere champion. <laughs> Smash that like button for the World Manosphere Champion, Daddy. Woo! <laughs> All right, that's not what we're talking about today. I had to get that out of the way, though. I had to get that out of the way. Put this over here. Dude, that belt's legit. It is like 10 pounds. It's a real belt. <laughs> it's not that plastic toy crap that you get at the supermarket. Like, that, that costs some money. All right. All right, we are going to be talking about dealing with miserable people today. We're not going to be talking about wrestling championships. We're going to be talking about miserable people. Law 10 of the 48 laws of power is infection. Avoid the unhappy and the unlucky. People who are perpetually miserable spread misery like an infection, and they'll drown you in it. Avoid these people like the plague. Conversely, if you associate with happy people <laughs> you'll share in the good fortune they attract and spread are any of you in the live right now i see some some people are in the live right now <laughs> good morning candy asses yeah <laughs> are any of you guys in the live chat right now miserable would you describe yourselves as miserable do you often find the bad in things 
do you always have bad luck? You know, if it's not one thing, it's another, you know, is that your mentality? And if you don't have bad luck, you wouldn't have any luck at all. You ever think that way? Maybe you know someone like this. We're going to be talking about how to deal with those people today. If you are one of those people, you have to check out, let me bring it up here. You have to check out my practical law of attraction course. All right. Your mind is in a bad space right now. And if you're all you're doing is thinking about negative stuff, you're just going to attract way, you know, more negative stuff into your life. That's how the world works. That's how, that's how this universe was created. Okay. If you're thinking about how everything is bad all the time, you're just going to attract bad stuff into your life. All right. So check out that course if you're if you're one of those people that thinks that way. Uh, but maybe, uh, maybe you're not, maybe you're not one of those people. Um, if you're not one of those people, you at least know one, right? I certainly do because that person is my dad. <laughs> I just spent the entire weekend with him this last weekend and had to deal with his negativity the whole time. And it's why I decided to do this episode, right? Uh, oh, we got some people in the chat here. Bad luck equals people who suck at life. Yeah. Or at least they think life sucks and they just attract bad luck. <laughs> right? Yeah, here we go. Smash that like button, Zach. All right. Before we get into it today, let's uh, let's do the usual housekeeping. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. For you guys that are watching live right now, sound off in the live chat. Uh, that helps these things go by smoother. If you guys are watching right now on TikTok, Smash that like button and head on over to YouTube. It'll make more sense. It's a much better experience on YouTube. TikTok kind of sucks. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Um, supporting the show, send a super chat or a super sticker. You said one's for as little as a dollar, and that supports the show probably more than anything else. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers for your troubles. If you like those designs, they're available as merch as well in the merch store at merch.comeonmanpod.com. I already mentioned the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. Once you get your mind right, right? Once you like, once you realize the power of your thoughts and your thinking and how that sort of thing tends to attract other things into your life, you can control that. You can control your thoughts. You can start thinking of more positive things. You can start attracting more positive experiences into your life, right? But it all starts up here. It all starts up here. And, you know, I'm human, right? We're all human. We all sometimes have the occasional negative thought. If you, if you have one negative thought, that's not going to attract a whole bunch of bad stuff into your life. But the key is to be aware of it, right? If you're not hyper aware of it, then you don't know to be like, you know what? I got to change my mindset about this, right? You just sort of spiral downwards. Have you ever have you ever stubbed your toe in the morning and then like the rest of your day just goes to crap? You know, like you hit every red light on your way to town and your boss starts dumping a bunch of crap on you and stuff like that. And it all starts in the morning when you have a, a you know, a bad instant in the morning. <laughs> that's a, it's, it's weird, but that's how it works, man. That's how it works. So if you, catch yourself in that situation you need to stop and be able to like take a deep breath get your get your get your mind right 
start thinking uh, about more positive things and more, you know, you're, you're not that one instance, not going to ruin your day, right? Learn how to do that at loa.comeonmanpod.com. And then finally, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. You can join for as little as $10. I'm going to start hosting monthly happy hour hangouts with Patreon members. You can join for as little as 10 bucks. That supports the show. And then you can actually join a video call with me and other like-minded men. You know, have some beers, have some whiskey, have some coffee. You know, if you don't, <laughs> if that's what you prefer, that's fine. Smoke cigars, it doesn't matter. We're going to be talking about man stuff, okay? We're all going to get together, good group of like-minded dudes, talk about man stuff without the whamming, getting involved, without having to worry about offending anybody. Now's your chance to, to connect with other like-minded guys in the Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. I will play a commercial for that, and then we will get to the topic at hand today. Are you tired of holding back your thoughts and opinions? Ready to let loose with like-minded men? Introducing the ultimate monthly video-based happy hour for men. Join us for an exclusive unfiltered experience where you can talk about women, cars, movies, and anything else on your mind. Best of all, it's not recorded and there's no censorship. You can freely speak your mind without any worries. All you have to do is join my Patreon at tier number one, and you'll gain access to this one-of-a-kind gathering. Visit patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. That's patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Or click the link in the description. It's like the good old days when men would get together and talk about man stuff without being bothered by women. Sometimes guys just need a good group of men to hang out with. It's good for our mental health. Don't miss out on the camaraderie and conversation. Join us today and let your voice be heard. Visit my Patreon page and sign up now. Cheers to freedom of speech and great company. <laughs> All right, guys, I just dropped a link for the Patreon in the uh, in the live chat. If you guys are watching on Facebook or Twitter right now, smash that like button and then head on over to YouTube. I'm trying to get everyone over to YouTube. I got I got TikTok going right here too. You guys need to head on over to YouTube. Hey, what's going on, uh, Americo? Head on over to YouTube. It's a much better experience over there. All right. Hey, Brother Nathan sent a $2. Uh, looks like a super chat. Let's see here. You get, we're after, we're after eight minutes. You know what he's after. He wants this one. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> this guy fucks. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. So what do we got here? We got some, uh, Zachary says he quotes, uh, Ira from Avatar. If you look for the light, you can often find it. But if you look for the dark, that is all you will ever see. I Iro, is that right? I saw, I saw Avatar. It wasn't a big fan. I liked it better when it was Fern Gully. And then the second one, I won't even see, you know, that's like a Disney plus joint and Disney has like ruined everything that they touch. And uh, on top of that, uh, what's his name? Cameron, um, James Cameron. I think is that James Cameron? He put out like a, 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 a an interview talking about how you know he's he he thinks masculinity is toxic and he's trying to get rid of like all remnants of that toxic that toxicity from his body or something stupid, you know. So I'm not supporting that guy. Uh, Phil says. If life is such a bowl of cherries, how come I'm always in the pits? Yeah, that's that's not the right mentality to have. <laughs> not the movie with the blue cats. Yeah. All right. Where are we at here? I got to find my notes. Uh, 
All right. So, I don't know if you guys had a chance to see my short. If you guys are watching on TikTok right now, head on over to uh, to YouTube, and I'm going to play a short here. It was on TikTok as well. I had different music, though, when it was on shorts and TikTok because uh, I had the, um, the Boys Round Here by Blake Shelton, right? Uh, but because I don't want this video to get demonetized, I had to change the music to uh, copyright free music, but but it's the same video. But this is essentially what I was doing this weekend. Just a just a country boy doing country shit. That's what we do. <laughs> what we do out here. <laughs> That's a gazelle. Uh, or not gazelle. Uh, Someone was making arrowheads up here. I don't know if you can see all these bugs. They're everywhere. They're called Mormon crickets. Mormon crickets. They get smushed by a truck. They come up and eat each other. There's so many right here. <laughs> the ground's moving. Oh. Video got banned from TikTok because of that the gunfire. You can't you can't have guns on TikTok. You know that's uh that's they they classify that as like illegal goods and activities or something like that. Uh, guns aren't illegal, not yet anyway. <laughs> and I got my Pabst, my Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's uh that's one of my shitty domestic beers of choice. Anyway, that's what we we're doing this weekend, doing country shit. My my family owns uh, some property up in uh, northern Colorado, uh, you know, up near, up in between Craig and Maybell. There are probably two towns you've never heard of. Maybell is such a small town. If you blink, you'll miss it. That's where my mom grew up, you know. She actually grew up in this, near this field where, where, uh, where we go every year to go, you know, do maintenance and stuff up there. And uh, that property, it's about 200 acres. It belonged to my grandfather. He used to be a wheat farmer up there and he willed it to my mom and my uh, two uncles. And uh, so every, every year we go up there and do some maintenance, you know, fix the fence line, you know, do some weeding and, you know, spray, spray for weeds and stuff up there. Antelope. That's the word I was looking for. That's a, that was a damn antelope. <laughs> Lots of antelope up there. Anyway. So we go up there every year and, um, you know, put some work in. Uh, so, but that all this, the work usually takes about a day. You know, we go up, I go up there on like a Friday and then Saturday go and do like walk the fence line, fixing fence, you know, got fence strip stretchers and, uh, you know, I'm putting in T posts and stuff like that. Uh, so that's usually Saturdays. It's all the, it's all the work that gets done. And then, you know, Sunday and Monday are just goof off days. So I was out, you know, driving around with my son, exploring uh looking for arrowheads and and uh driving around in the you know the crappy uh jeep trails that are up there uh but the funny thing is like my dad just can't enjoy himself you know like my cousins go up there my my you know i go up there and we go up there and like yeah there's work that needs to be done but the rest of the time it's fun you know like we look at it like oh it's time to get together it's family reunion time it's it's fun my dad just goes up there and pisses and moans. Everything sucks. Everything's bad. Oh, I have to haul this up here for your mom. And oh, if it's not one thing, it's the other. Last year, his truck broke down up there, right? 
And then the year before that, he had one of the wheels fell off the axle on his uh, on his uh, trailer. Right. He has a, a camper trailer. One of the wheels fell fell off that thing, you know, so obviously that that kind of negative stuff happens. And like, you know, he just loses his mind about it. Right. This is why I don't want to go up here. Blah, you know. But the thing is, is like his negativity attracts that kind of stuff into his life. It's the law of attraction, right? That's what, that's how that works. So he's always just thinking about the worst possible situations and they always magically happen. It's, it's weird how that works, guys. So anyway, that's how, that's how he's been my whole life. Um, one of the, <laughs> I, I, I used to somewhat be that way myself too. You know, I used to, uh, I used to look at it like this. I used to look at it like, uh, I'm just being a realist. Okay. Right. And I used to hate, I, like I have here on the, on my, uh, screen here that I'm an optimist. I didn't used to be that way. I used to be somewhat of a, of a pessimist. And I would just, I would say that I was being a realist. Right. But uh, that's not a good way to live because you just constantly live in this state of like anxiety. <laughs> you're just constantly worrying about like what bad things going to happen to you next. You sort of like walk around with like a knot in your stomach, right? All that anxiety and stuff like that binds up your body and makes you an unhealthy person. It really messes with your physiology. All right. It's not magic. Okay. It really just that constant state of tension. Uh, from the anxiety will, will make you an unhealthy person. <laughs> Meet my wife, take her. Was it take, you mean, uh, take my wife, please. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so where, where am I going with, with this? Right. So my mom, my mom likes to do the weeding up there. The, like she, she goes up there and sprays for weeds. Uh, the weed control, man, that's probably the most tedious job up there because it's like, it's like a needle in a haystack. You know what I mean? We literally have 200 acres up there and she's going around looking for patches like this of white top. White top is this white flower. It's a, uh, it's a species of flower that is not native to the area. It's, uh, and, it, and it's an invasive species, right? So it will, like, once it takes hold, it will just spread everywhere like cancer. And, and you know, like, we're not growing anything up there. We're not doing, we're not growing weed anymore. So, like, to me, like, it doesn't really matter, right? But the problem is that if the whole entire field gets taken over by white top, uh, the animals won't come up there anymore, right? And so my, my cousins... Uh, I haven't been up there hunting in years, but, but my cousins still go up there hunting, right? My older cousins, they still like going up there for deer and elk season every year. And if the whole entire field is covered in white top, the deer and elk won't come in anymore because the deer and elk don't eat it. All right. They don't like white top. So if the whole entire field's that way, that'll chase away all the animals looking for food. So, uh, so we go up there and just, you know, my mom goes up there and sprays for weeds, but she goes around on a four wheeler and she looks for patches like this and white tops easy to spot when it gets to uh full bloom, you know, cause it's, it's white in the middle of a green field, right? It's pretty easy to spot, but before it's bloomed, which is usually when we go up there, uh, it's hard to spot. It's like little 
special, like you have to look for these little green leaves in, in like spots like this, maybe a little bit bigger spots sometimes, but you're just driving around looking for a needle in a haystack. So I hate doing it. Um, but my mom likes doing it. I guess she finds it relaxing, but it requires a lot of work, right? It, she's got to go up there on a four wheeler. My dad has to rig up tanks on the, on the four wheeler. He, he, uh, this year to try to help her out, he, he rigged a, a back sprayer for the four wheeler. So she could just drive over it and push a button and just dump it in, in areas. But sometimes these, these uh, flowers are growing in like, you know, draws and stuff like that, where she can't get into with the four wheeler because it's too steep or whatever. So she's got to like pull up to the edge of it and then like go down with a hose and like hand spray it. Something like that. Anyway, it's annoying. I'm glad my mom likes doing it. Cause as soon as she dies, I'm, I don't care. I don't hunt up there. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that shit, you know? And I, I, th I think my cousins are, are pretty much on board with it. And I think at this rate, you know, it, it's kind of expensive to do it, but I think every, every couple of years we just pay for an aerial spray. We'll be fine. You know? Um, and I think the last time I went hunting was in 2015. I went rabbit hunting and, um, I went up there with my dad right? We took the whole week off and we were going to go up there and we separated and I ended up shooting, I ended up shooting like 13 rabbits. There were so many rabbits up there that, that year went up there. I shot like 13 rabbits. He didn't get any come back to the camp. You know, we, we cleaned these rabbits and stuff at camp. And then the next day he was like, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> he was just like in a pissy mood. He, you know, he was mad that he didn't get any rabbits and he, he was in a bad mood and uh, he was just ready to go home, right? We had taken the whole week off, but he was ready to go home. I was like, well, all right, I guess we have enough rabbits. So we went, we went home early, but that's, that's been his MO my whole life, right? He's just a, he's just a negative, miserable person. He likes to complain about everything. He's happy to tell you about how everything sucks, every chance you can get. Do do any of you guys know anyone like that? I think Phil Phil says his wife. <laughs> do any of you guys know someone like that? I know some guys in the space like that, right? They're called MGTOW guys <laughs> or black pill guys. Everything sucks. You know, they can't they can't see the the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I thought I'd be talking about various strategies one could take to effectively cope with someone like that, right? Cuz um like I said, I used to be that way, but I've, I've, I've now found that once I became aware of it and I've changed my mindset and I try to really focus on the positive as much as possible, like so much, my life has just gotten so much better. I feel so much better. You know, life gets better when you stop dwelling on all the possible negativity out there. Right? Yes. Thor, <laughs> you savage Paul, put the negativity to the sword. That's right. You can only do it if you if you're just like hyper aware of it, right? You got to really be aware of your thoughts and be a master of your thoughts, right? As much as possible. All right, so I've got a list here I I, I came up with uh, uh, different ways that we can cope with negative people, right? So I have uh, maintain a positive mindset and outlook. Um, you really don't want to let their negativity infect your thoughts, right? Try to mentally detach from their complaining and maintain awareness that their negativity is external to you. All right. When possible, try to think of something more positive. 
my dad, when my dad's sitting there complaining, I'm not sitting there thinking about what he's complaining about. I'm just sitting there thinking like, oh yeah, I can understand how you feel. And then I'm just thinking about other stuff. <laughs> I'm not focusing on all the crap he's thinking he's, he's complaining about. With Roundup, you end up six feet under. Are you talking about the 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 plant spray? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Try and keep it out of your workspace. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you have uh, coworkers that are like this, just complain about everything in the company, everything crappy about the company you work for. You know, uh, I I know plenty of guys like that. Um, you also want to set boundaries, right? You want to set boundaries to protect your own well-being, right? If someone's being overly negative, you don't have to accept that, right? You can let them know that you don't want to hear it. Um, once my dad was complaining, there was a, uh, man, it was like a couple months ago. My dad was complaining about my ex-wife, right? At this time, so let's see here. We moved back to Colorado in 2013. So it's been almost 10 years. It, it was, it was, it'll be 10 years in August that we moved back here. It was a couple months after we moved back here that my, my now ex-wife filed for divorce. Right. So nine years ago or yeah, nine years ago, she filed for divorce. That was a long time ago. Nine years, a lot happened. A lot happens in nine years. I've gotten over it. All right. I talk about the divorce on the podcast a lot, but you know, it's all about the learning experience from all of it. Right. Um, it's, I use, so I, I like to use it as an example, but I'm, I'm over it. You know, I actually get along okay with my ex-wife. Right. But my, my dad and my, actually my, both my parents, I think really took personal offense to the divorce, like even more so than I did. <laughs> right. Cause I've said it before, like I was miserable the last half of my marriage anyway. So when we got divorced, it was like a big weight lifted off my chest. Right. The only thing I was mad about is her coming after me for money and then like having to fight for al or fight for child custody. Right. That's the only thing that really stuck in my craw. You know, like you want to be free, little birdie. Why, why do I have to pay for your life? Right. But other than that, we get along. Okay. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm over it. You know, I don't have to pay her alimony anymore. That ended uh, several years ago. Don't have to do that anymore. I'm, you know, I'm over it. I don't, I don't even think about her. Right. But my parents always bring her up. They're always saying something negative. Oh, I saw that. I saw that bitch today in town, right? Because we live in a small town. I'm just like, who, which bitch are you referring to? Oh, you're talking about my ex-wife? Like, why are you still referring to her as that bitch? You know? <laughs> anyway, one day my dad, he was, he was saying something negative. I can't remember what. And um, about my ex. And I, I just straight up told him, I go, you know, dad, that was almost 10 years ago. I've moved on. I suggest you do the same. Right. <laughs> and he was just like, he was sort of taken aback by it, but I was just like, you know, I don't need to hear this shit. I don't, you know, but he won't stop. I was, he, he says it like every chance he can get, uh, she was hosting my daughter's graduation party, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And he was like, oh, is she cooking? Does she even know how to cook? Yeah, she knows how to cook. Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> what kind of dumbass question is that? You know, you're just like looking for something to complain about. Anyway, uh, so I, I, you know, set boundaries with these people. Let them know. Like, hey, look, 
Keep that to yourself. I don't need to hear it, right? Uh, I have here show empathy and compassion without absorbing their negativity. Uh, you can remove yourself from the situation completely, right? Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't from the camping trip. Um, but you know, what I, what I would do is, you know, I, you know, listen, employ a little fogging, lots of, uh-huh. Yeah. That must be frustrating type phrases. Let them vent, <laughs> you know, without involving myself. Um, so that's how I sort of like show empathy without absorbing, absorbing their negativity. Um, oh, I'm sorry. So I had it here. Listen, if you can't remove yourself from the situation, that's how you could do it. Right. You can just say, you know, uh, uh-huh. That I, I, I can see why that must be frustrating for you. Right. And just let them vent without trying to fix their problems. Don't offer any solutions. Okay. It's kind of like what you do with women, right? Just let them vent. <laughs> Basically people like this, they're acting like women anyway. Just let them vent. Don't offer any solutions. Just, just stay out of it. Okay. I think most of the time they don't want any solutions anyway. They just want a bitch. Um, offer support and encouragement when appropriate, right? Now I would say only do this if they specifically ask for help though, right? And only help if you want to help. You know what I mean? If they're not asking for help, like it's best to just stay out of it. You know what I mean? I, that's what I think. You want to avoid getting entangled in their complaints and negative conversations, right? It's easy. It's so easy to get caught up in this type of activity, right? Misery loves company. You, you really want to be aware of this, right? You This is really where you want to be in control of your own thoughts. You really want to be hyper aware of your own thoughts, be a master of your thoughts, right? And you want to avoid it as much as possible. If you see yourself getting sucked down that rabbit hole of negativity where you're just like, yeah, let's let's get into a bitch fest right now. Just take a, take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> Take a step back and don't don't do that, right? If you get sucked in, you'll likely get infected with the misery bug yourself, right? It's pretty easy. <laughs> Does someone need to set boundaries with his parents? <laughs> I do. It doesn't stop him though. My parents are very uh they're very stubborn people, right? And they're at the age, they're in their like mid-70s where they just won't change. They won't change. And then my mom, um, what's really helped was really helps with this is that, you know, uh, when I say, no, I feel guilty. Cause my mom is like the queen of the guilt trip. I talked about this last, last Friday, my mom's like the queen of the guilt trip. So I just have to talk to them with a lot of, you know, fogging negative assertion and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, but they won't stop. They, they, they're, um, they're, they're so it's so ingrained in them. It's such a habit for them that they just won't, they won't stop. Yeah. <laughs> Say no more. I know the type. Yeah. It, you know, it, for some of these people, like, you know, if there's, if it's someone that's in their, you know, twenties, thirties, forties, it's like, there's still some hope. There's still some hope for them. <laughs> right. But once they get so, they're so old like that, you know, my parent, my dad's almost 80. They've just, they've been doing it for so long that there's no changing them. You know, there's no changing them. We'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, let's see here. You can encourage them to seek professional help or counseling if needed, right? Now, if this is someone you really care about, you know, you have a heart to heart with them. Let them know that, 
that you're seeing this in their behavior. Um, I've done this for my dad before and he ended up biting my head off, right? <laughs> He's been to counselors before. It doesn't help because he doesn't want to do put the work in, right? He doesn't want to do the things that they tell him, right? He thinks they're all quacks. You know what I mean? It's kind of like red pill, right? Red pill is like triage. You know, you, you, you can only help people that want to help themselves at the end of the day. Right. So he, he'll, he, he's gone to counselors, but not because he wants to go, not because he wants to change, but because other people are telling him to that. And people won't change unless they want to change themselves. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just sort of accepted that's how he is. It won't change. Um, I also just really limit my time with him and my mom now be, because of it. Right. And that's, that's something I have control over. I I don't have control over them and how they act. I have control of my, my time and how much time I spend with them. So I just really limit my time with them as much as possible. The, the, the weekend getaways are like the only time of the year that I know I can't fully get away from them. Right. Because we're, we're all camping in the same area. I have to, like, I'm spending the night there. <laughs> right. I can't, I'm not leaving completely, but it's a big property. It's 200 acres. I don't have to spend my my time with my, <clears throat> my mom and dad the whole time. I could be like, yeah, I'm going to go walk this fence line and just like leave them, leave them alone and go do my own thing. You know? So I limit my time with them. That's what I have control over. You know, you can, you can, uh, you can only control yourself, right? You can't really change other people. Uh, you could suggest engaging in activities that promote positivity and personal growth. And, you know, very much like, you know, encouraging them to seek professional help. You could do it if they're receptive to it, right? It's, it's a lot like encouraging them to seek help through counseling though. You know, like you can, you can, you know, sort of encourage them to try to think more positive and have a more positive outlook. But if they're not receptive to it, they're not going to do it. <clears throat> Uh, you can limit your exposure to their negativity when possible. So this is the main way I deal with my folks, right? I love them. So I won't cut them out of my life completely, but I, <clears throat> I do severely limit my time with them. <clears throat> They're much easier to, to take in small doses. <laughs> so maybe, you know, like I'll go up there for Christmas day or something like that, you know, hang out with them for the day. But, uh, but that's about it. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, yeah. Senior citizens are a lot less malleable. Yep. Hold on one second. <clears throat> Man, that early morning, that early morning stuff, <laughs> not impossible, but a lot more difficult. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like, uh, what they say in the, in the movie, the matrix, right? Like un they, they don't unplug people after a certain age because their minds can't deal with it. <laughs> right? Same kind of thing. Like they're, they're just, it's so ingrained in them at this point in their lives that so it, it's almost impossible for them to change, you know, but like anyone else, they have to, they'll have to want to change. My parents don't want to change. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> You can surround yourself with positive and supportive people, right? The more time you spend with other positive and supportive people, the more positive and supportive you will be. And the, the more, the more 
more positive and supportive you are, the more of that you will attract in your life. All right. You really want to surround yourself with optimists. <laughs> you'll, you'll start attracting better stuff in your life. You'll, that'll help change your mindset, right? The problem, problem with negative people though, is they don't want to seek out positive people. Like optimists annoy them. You know what I mean? They, it annoys them. It's like, it's the whole crabs in a bucket type thing. They want to hold each other down, you know, but it's the law of attraction guys. You know, we get what we focus on and, you know, we'll go back to it here. We get what we focus on in life. And that's really what my, my course is about, right? It's not magic. It's not genies. It's, it's psychology. It's controlling your thoughts. It's being hyper aware of your thoughts because your thoughts affect everything in your life right? How you think about things. I had a, I, I talk about it in the course, but I had a uh, torpedo man in the Navy, a, a TM one. He once told me, cause I was, I think I was complaining about how, you know, being underway sucked or whatever. And he was like, you know, happiness is between the ears, man. You know, everything is what you make of it. And it's all, it's all in your head, right? If you're thinking about how you're having a good time underway, you're going to have a good time underway. Right. That's, <laughs> It was uh, something that always stuck with me because it really makes sense. You know, happiness is between your ears, right? It's all in your head. All right. If you are dealing with a negative person and they are, you know, just complaining about other stuff, you can try to redirect conversation to more positive topics. It, I, uh, I recommend doing this on a date, right? <clears throat> if you notice a, a, a topic spiraling downwards, you, you can try steering it in a positive direction. Right. Like uh, if you're on a date, a girl brings up politics. Okay. Don't take the bait and start going off about how the, the bad party sucks. Right. Whatever party is the bad party for you. <laughs> Nobody wants to date a negative person. Okay. So avoid being that guy and just say, yeah, yeah. Things are crazy right now. This, this beer is amazing though. <laughs> are you enjoying your drink? Change the subject, man. You know, or you can say, uh, yeah, things are crazy right now. Just change the subject in some positive direction. You know what I mean? One thing I used to do, <clears throat> one thing I used to do uh, during COVID, during, because it, it, it's hard, to, it was hard to stay positive during COVID, right? Uh, but I'd go out on dates during COVID. I wasn't, I, I wasn't letting COVID stop me from going on dates, but I was going, I'd go on dates. And if the conversation started, uh, to steer towards politics and about the lockdowns or anything like that. I was, I would literally say, yeah, things are crazy right now, but I love living on the Western slope, man. It's so free out here. You know, we can sort of do what we want. There's plenty of space out here. You know, I would just change it to a positive, <laughs> to a positive, you know, that always worked really well for me. It's going to be a short episode. It's going to be a short episode guys. I'm on my last one here. Um, you ultimately want to prioritize your own well-being and know when it's necessary to limit or end the relationship if it becomes toxic, right? Now, this isn't always easy to do with family, right? But you have to do it. You have to either like limit your time with them or, or cut them off completely. I'm not going to cut my parents off completely, but I have cut my brother off completely. That son of a bitch. I won't talk to that guy. <laughs> that guy, he is, uh, he is just like cancer. You know what I mean? He, he says some such negative stuff. The other, uh, he said something a couple of months ago. 
he was joking, but he, he just made this off color comment about my daughter. And I was like, we're done, bro. We're done. And I just blocked his number. I'm, I won't talk to him again. My mom's all like, you know, begging me, like crying and stuff. I don't want you fighting with your brother. <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, I don't know why you're trying to talk to me. Uh, he's the one that acted poorly, you know, and there's consequences. There's consequences when you act poorly. I'm removing my time and attention, you know? And so, but my mom's trying to guilt trip me into, you know, making up with him. I'm like, no, it, the onus is on him. <laughs> the onus is on him. He's the one that fucked up, not me. So I don't know why you're barking up this tree, mom. But, uh, but my parents, they're not that bad yet. Right. They're, they're kind of annoying with their negativity, but they're not so bad that I'm just like, all right, we're done. <laughs> we're done. I don't care if I'm in the will or not. You know, I haven't gotten to that, that point with them. It's just, it's just, they're, they're, they're tolerable in smaller doses. Right. Other people, other people just cut them out of your life completely. Right. If they're, you know, maybe if they're a coworker, you probably can't do it, but you can limit your time with them. You know what I mean? It's all about time management with these people. Yeah, this is a really short episode. You guys are really quiet in the chat. Only Zach's the only one talking here. Yeah, let's see. Guilt trips should really be called shame trips because it comes from others, not from within. Yeah. Yeah, my mom is like the queen of it. It's funny because I, I, I was talking about it last week, but man, when I was listening, when I listen to when I say no, I feel guilty. Just like all the examples of that book were like how my mom communicates, <laughs> right? The, the manipulative communicator. I was like, that's my mom. Oh, that's exactly how she talks, you know? But uh, th that book actually gives some really great tools on how to, you know, how to cope with people like that. <clears throat> What's the jealousy is crueler than a coffin nail. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. All right. That's pretty much all I have, guys. Uh, really short episode. Not a lot of activity in the chat today. So we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Um, I'm not. Let's see here. Friday, I decided I would do an episode about giving it uh, dating advice to shy guys. Right. If you're shy and you, you need to fix that shit, you need to fix that shit. <laughs> if you're kind of an introvert. You sort of want to fix that stuff, right? Because women typically respond well to bold moves. Hot chicks won't won't be breaking into your house, right? So you have to get out. You actually have to talk to people. And if you're shy, like that, that might seem like an impossible task for you, right? You might be like just welling up with anxiety uh, with the thought of that. We're going to talk about how to how to cope with that, how to how to how to push through that, and how to uh, break out of your shell a little bit. Because as a man, you have to initiate, right? There's all these guys out there that are like, well, with all this equality going on, shouldn't women be, you know, approaching me and stuff like that? You're living in a dream world, man. That's just, it goes against their, their biology. You know, women want uh, equality when it suits them, <laughs> right? Only when it suits them though, right? They're not like fighting to be, uh, you know, power linemen. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they don't want that kind of equality. They don't want to be the ones that have to approach people. That's why Bumble sucks, right? Because Bumble, like women have to do the initiating. And a lot of women just like, they, they don't know how to initiate. So they won't. They just won't initiate. Or they initiate with, uh, hey, right? And what they're doing there is they're just like giving you the ball and expecting you to run with it because you're the man and that's your job, right? So if you're a shy guy, 
we got to fix that shit. So tune in Friday. That's what we're going to be talking about. Other than that, <clears throat> I don't see any more super chats in here. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. For you guys that did participate in the live this morning, uh, I appreciate you. If you guys are watching on the replay, drop a comment below. Any comment will do your favorite emoji. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. <clears throat> Thanks to uh, Brother Nathan for sending the super chat today. Appreciate it. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers for your troubles. And if you guys like those designs, uh, if you guys are listening on the audio version, come on over to YouTube sometime. You can actually see what the stickers look like. Uh, if you like those designs, they're available as merch as well at merch.comeonmanpod.com. You know, get a coffee mug or a hat or something. I talked about it in this episode uh, a few times, but getting your mind right will fix a lot of problems in your life. Okay. That's what the Practical Law of Attraction course is all about. It's not magic. It's not genies granting wishes. It's not woo-woo chakras and all that kind of stuff like that. It's it's a psychology-based explanation of the law of attraction and will give you practical tools that you can start using today to change your mindset and start attracting better things in your life, right? And then finally, get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. You can join for as little as $10. And I'm going to be hosting monthly happy hour hangouts. The first one's June 22nd. So if you want to do that, you want to have a, you want to have a drink with me, uh, get on the Patreon now. And then uh, you, can, you can join that on June 22nd and, and connect with like-minded dudes. You know, it's a, it, a lot of problems can be solved if guys just got together and talked about guy shit. You know what I mean? Because uh, men solve problems and women women tend to cause problems, don't they? <laughs> all right, guys. That's all I have. <clears throat> we will see you guys on Friday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.